You just got kicked off Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know why. Because I don't even post bad stuff on Instagram. No, you- so I don't know like why I'm like banned right now. Off, I I just send something in to prove it was like me or something like that too. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if maybe like you got hacked and somebody reported it for spam or something. That's the only thing I can think of because like they won't give me a rhyme or reason. Yeah, I sent them the info and I haven't heard anything back. And right now I'm banned. My account does not exist. That happened to my my sister in law does like uh like house plant consultation and has like a greenhouse in their backyard and everything and like yeah. sells plants and all that. She has an Instagram for it. It got shut down for like two, three months and she had to go through all kinds of appeals proving who she was. I don't know if it's just like people's accounts are getting hacked and I don't, I, I'm like, what the fuck? Like somebody was like, I hadn't been on Instagram in a while and I tried to log in. And I was like, what the hell? That's weird. Meanwhile, I got, you know, thousand messages in my inbox of hey sexy you want fuck long time i know text, text phone number <laughs> like it's bullshit like i'm sitting there i'm like and i like the thing is like, i post tame stuff on instagram yeah like you don't even post your your most extreme twitter stuff on there. no uh-uh. so i was like what the fuck like because it's just it's just facebook light is all instagram is yeah so. welcome to the basement lounge podcast with your hosts mike shea and mike wells sit back Grab a drink, relax. Let's see where the time takes us. Enjoy. I stopped to the movies since COVID. Uh, I I took myself on a date last Tuesday. I saw that. I uh, went and saw. First of all, I tried that new this new taco place where EO Burger used to be. Um, it's called Condados Tacos. I love that place. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Those are some of the best tacos I've Did ever you had have in my their life. Chips and chips and queso i had the queso the, the chorizo chips. queso oh my god i get that's come that's <sighs> jesus plus they're they do their chips are thicker mm-hmm. so they're not they're not breaking off in your fucking dip while you're eating them they're good oh, so good and then i got i got two of the brisket tacos and their chorizo taco i can't what i usually i think i get the the lucy i almost got i almost got the, the juicy lucy yeah yeah I almost that. Got that. They're that so sounds f- like a porn star name right there it, juicy it's lucy. so fucking good <laughs> Uh, there's another there's one that's really hot that's really good too i saw a couple of those and then i got one of their i got their pineapple express margarita mm. which was so i love that they do flights of margaritas do they really yeah you can do like, it's like 15 <laughs> bucks and you get like four margaritas and i was like fuck yeah the weird thing is we only started going there during the pandemic so we've yeah. never sat in there <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah yeah you can sit in there now it's like it's a wait list even just to sit at the bar and but it was packed Oh, this is probably what the yeah. mask ordinance lifted. And it was it was, a, it was a gorgeous day. You can sit outside. And I never went there when it was EO Burger. Um, I heard it was pretty good, but I saw Bar Louis is closed. It's been closed for a way I'm thinking of. Right there in the green. Yeah, I didn't know they closed. Yeah, they're, they're closed, closed. I hate that place. I, I It's overpriced. And also, you got that right next to BD, BD's Mongolian. Yeah. And I'm going to go to BD's every fucking time. Like, I don't. One time I walked in there and I felt so underdressed. <laughs> I also was naked. But <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. I don't like bars. Like, yeah. like I said, I like dive bars, dude. Yeah. Like I want to do cocaine in the back. I want to <laughs> people leave me the fuck alone. Like people go to the bar to try to hook up. I feel like, Oh, that's exactly what it feels like. It, like. it feels like the place you see, like the guy walks in with, with the, like his blazer on, but his tie is like loose around his neck, and he's got his BlackBerry sitting next to him, and he's trying to sell cocaine to the twenty year old. I mean, that's that, that's what that blaze kind of reminds me of. It's like yeah. these people come here to like 
blow off steam and try to fuck. Yeah. They're probably all married. Oh, yeah. Or have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I'm, if I'm going to go drinking, I want to go to a place like, um, I'm trying to think of one in town here. Like, even like, like, like hole in the wall. Oh, uh, see, I don't even go to that. I go to a place called, like, I used to go to a place called G&J's. Oh, okay. Um, I used to, I used to go to phone booth a lot. I don't know where phone booth's at. It's on, uh, it's on Stroop. Mm. It's now called, now it's called the one more tat, the one, the, yeah, the one more tavern. It's, mm. it's a fucking hole in the wall. But this place is like, they don't have draft. Oh no! This yeah, this place doesn't. Yeah, yeah. and those are my favorite because I'm like, yeah, I just, just want a can or a bottle. Yeah, that's all I fucking like, want, man. We used to go there so often that it was my buddy's birthday, and like we partied there all day from like two when they were open till like I think like four in the morning when we closed it out. Mm. My tab was thirteen dollars. Oh, I love it because we go there so much they yeah. would just serve us beer. They didn't give a fuck. Fuck it, yeah. I love going to those places, man. Um, where it's like, because hey, I want to go to a like when I was in Columbus, like yeah, we, like we went to that really nice rooftop bar that we definitely had no business being at, but um, like we closed it out at, at a fuck, just a fucking dive that everything like everything was made of wood. Yeah, that's all I'm looking for, man. A place that's quiet enough that I can hear myself fucking think. Yeah, I just want like I want to go to a place where I feel like I get stabbed. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like you, I, f- you feel a little uneasy being there. Yeah, like I like that because I'm like, okay, like we all know that like we all don't want to like be here, but we're here, mm-hmm. but we all want to be left alone. Does that make sense? It, it makes 100% because I'll, I'll go to this place. I sit by myself away from everybody. Every once in a while, like I'll eavesdrop on a conversation. I'll inject myself into it, and then I will just stop talking, and we just move on with the rest of our night. At the end of the day, I get fucking hammered, and it cost me less than twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> then you go to a place like Bar Louie. It's like our drinks are seventeen dollars for for what's, what's your what's your what's your well whiskey, Jack Daniels? Get fucked. Well, <laughs> I've always been trying to do a joke is like uh, I like well rum because well is a cinnamon of good. This <laughs> 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 is so stupid. So give me good rum. <laughs> I had one the other day. It was like. Um, a buddy of mine asked me, like, what would be the worst time for a laxative to kick in? Oh. And I said, when you're getting a blowjob. Oh, that would. And he said, why that? And I said, because that would be the last blowjob you ever got because word would spread fast. <laughs> no, that's fucking true. Let me see if I. <laughs> you have to move. <laughs> Random jokes. I said someone, I said someone a get well soon card. Just in case it didn't arrive on time. I also sent them my condolences card. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I said, one time a girl asked me if I wanted to be on top. I said, honestly, I'm just happy to be involved. Let's delete the history of my computer. I don't want, I don't want people to know I can't spell amateur. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. Oh, shit. Uh, I've been rewatching uh, community lately, so I have a lot of community tweets. Um, let's see here. And my insurance card got declined. Uh, I guess my doctors don't take subway rewards cards. Like buy three pills, get three pain meds free. <laughs> I bought a baby book, but my baby can't even read. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, I was want to take a took a shot at Amy Schumer because I was having a bit of a slow day. Um, 
Amy Schumer was being a bitch the other day. Shocker. Really? Was she? Um, she went, she kept going on Instagram and like taking, cause like a quiet place two came out, which by the way is fucking incredible. And you should go see it. Um, but she was taking shots at John Krasinski and Emily Blunt saying their marriage was a sham just for publicity. Really? Um, she was taking shots at, um, Oh, Schumer has been relevant for a little bit. Yeah. Um, who the fuck was she making? She was making fun of, um, some fucking celebrity and saying, oh, it was Emma Stone because Cruella had come out mm-hmm. and she was going on and on about like what a terrible human being Emma Stone is. And I'm like, are you just bored, Amy? Like, are you bored? Do you, do you need to go get a Nintendo Switch or something? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you right now? She, that's weird. Okay, I was, I was fucking proud of this one. It says, fellas, if you want to keep your lady satisfied in bed, try to last at least as long as a GTA loading screen. No, that was good. I like that tweet. Yeah, that was mostly because I was sitting here trying to play Grand Theft Auto like, oh, my God, this fucking loading screen. I could go fuck somebody right now and come back and it still wouldn't be loaded. I can't be a brother, man. Whenever it's 69 degrees, I'd laugh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the other one? That's how I got. Tradition runs deep in my family. My dad was a doctor. My grandfather was a doctor. And just like them, I, too, went through a divorce. <laughs> 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 Overpaid for college. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. And then I, li- and then I live tweeted the fucking I Heart Awards because I had to run them for work and I had nothing else better to do. So let's see here. Fucking Usher saying the I Heart Awards is where real music lives. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay, Usher. Okay. <laughs> when my parents got divorced, it wasn't all that bad. We went from having one Christmas to two parents that hate each other, and that's the greatest <laughs> gift ever. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Uh, let's see. That was a lot. I didn't have uh, Italian bread is so delicious. Wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, use, I use a pogo stick when I wear a fanny pack, so I know what it's like to be a kangaroo. <laughs> Did I make any other notes? I'm trying to see if I, if I had some any notes I wrote down here. Um, I'm a Scorpio, but a lot of people think I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think my best friend is half Asian. His dad is Caucasian, and his mom is a ninja. I <laughs> 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 can't drive. Then I realized she was Muslim. <laughs> uh, Pornhub has started recommending me things to me based on what I've watched. What's fucked up is how accurate it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. My uncle was a great Elvis impersonator. In fact, he's so great, he also died from a drug overdose. <laughs> I want to see a cotton candy field. That shit would look diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. I love it. The exact opposite of Mother's Day is Planned Parenthood Day. <laughs> <laughs> One time I ate a fortune cookie at Walmart and it said, you'll be here for a while. One cashier's on duty. <laughs> <laughs> This one I tried on stage. It never worked. The food pyramid is lied. Is the food pyramid is lie? It was. It wasn't built by the Egyptians. <laughs> I just think that's funny, but nobody ever laughed on stage. So I was like, "Fuck you guys!" <laughs> I think that's hysterical. The mascot for Don Dish Soap is an oil covered duck, which is the same mascot for Exxon Mobil. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes! I want to tweet that one. Actually, that was funny. I like that one. I'm tweeting that. I forgot. I, I thought I tweeted that, but I didn't. Oh, shit. <laughs> I heard. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard Bo Burnham's new special is fucking fire. That's why. And like, I don't like Bo Burnham. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why. That's, that's I'm actually a little surprised. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't. 
It's I, I will say it's I don't think it's not funny. Don't get me yeah. wrong. It's just like I'm like, okay, cool. It's like, super not traditional. I don't think it's even that. Like I hate um and I by hate him, hold on, I gotta see if I spell Exxon Mobile right. E X X O N. E X O N. Two X's. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. We're gonna find out right now. I'm burp the microphone. E X X O N E. Yep. Um. I think what it is is like, and I respect him for this. He's like, I got lucky. Like my parents were rich. Really? I think because he said that in an interview. He's like, I think that's what he said. I can't remember. But um, and I kind of respect him for that. I'm like, I get it. Like that's why. Like mm-hmm. that's why. What's his face, Chris? Dernorfi, is it Chris something? I have no idea. I don't even think he's fucking funny either, but he has like a following. But his, they, you find out his dad was like uh, Chris D'Elia? Chris D'Elia is like, oh, the guy, yeah, well, fuck Chris D'Elia anyway. But yeah, I but mean, like even before like everything that happened with that, yeah. it's like his dad's like a producer and all that shit. And oh, really? Yeah, so you're like, okay, I get that. Well, you hear people saying the same shit about Amy Schumer because she was fucking Jeselnik at the time when he was doing the roasts and. That's how she got on. Um, I think it was Sheen's. Oh, really? Yeah, because like, well, because like she had been like on Last Comic Standing, uh, Comic Remix, and like she was fucking funny. Yeah, like back in the day, Amy Schumer was fucking funny. I remember when she was on this, the because it was one of the last seasons of Last Comic Standing. She was on, she was on there the same season as um, Josh Blue, the guy with cerebral yeah, palsy. Yeah. She was on the same season as him and um, uh, was it Laura DiGiovanni. Big Italian, she's funny as fuck. But Amy Schumer's on, she was funny as shit. And I was remember thinking like she's like she's gonna fucking go. And then she just kind of fell off the face of the earth at one point. And I was like, oh, that's a, that's a shame. And then she shows up at the Sheen roast, and I was like, where the fuck has this girl been all this time? She hadn't had any specials or anything. Mm-hmm. But the, but she was dating Anthony Jeselnik. I didn't even know they dated. Yeah, because he because at that point he was getting because he kind of like because he came in after Geraldo died. Yeah, when, yeah, and like was was kind of filling in that kind of edgier spot, the edgier comic on the roast and Geraldo's shit. Geraldo's so fucking. I miss Greg Geraldo so fucking much. And that there too, and like Justin like is a good comic, and he's like actually not one of my. He's probably a top ten comic. Like I love his yeah. material, but like Geraldo's just like you, that's so hard to fill because they're yeah. all insults and edgy, but they're completely different styles. Well, and that, that was the thing that I remember because because when Geraldo died. Comedy Central did a like a like a one hour like documentary about him. Um, they threw it together in like a week, and it was really fucking impressive. And like they had um, Bill Burr on there. He's talking about it. like every all the articles kept saying like you know roast comic dies, and they're like that was like fucking one percent of what he did. Yeah. But that's just what made him really fucking popular yeah. was doing the roast. But I remember when I found out Geraldo died, I fucking cried, man. I was I mean, so. I, fucking I don't think I cried, but I was like, God, damn. Yeah. I remember in the, in the in the in the in the documentary that that Comedy Central did, like you had Lewis Black crying, and I was like, "That that takes some doing." Yeah. Holy shit! Well, I mean, he was like so smart. I mean, he could have been a lawyer. He was. Yeah, well, <laughs> he, that's what I'm saying. He could have like yeah. done that as a career. That's how that's how him and Jeff Ross met. I didn't know that. Jeff Ross talks about how they were both doing some college show or something like that. And it got out of hand and they charged Jeff Ross with inciting a riot. And Geraldo basically like went, went to court as his lawyer and got him off. That is amazing. Yeah. Like he was, cause he went to like fucking Harvard. 
Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because, like, I guess the thing was, too, what I've heard about him, I can't remember where I saw it. They were like, he was so smart that he should not have been a comic. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, why are you wasting your talent? He, he talked about it, I think it was either on his special or when he did the Insomniac tour with... Dane Cook and and Dave Attell and Sean Rouse, but he was like, like I'm, he's like, yeah, I went to Harvard Law and I'm wearing jeans held together with duct tape. <laughs> he just, he just, that's just what he wanted to fucking do. Jesus, he was so fucking good. Though. Yeah, and and but he's yeah, so smart. His his jokes are just so smart. Yeah, I think I think Lewis Black was. He said in the thing he was like, he would he would come up with jokes that were just like so in front of your face the whole time that when he'd say it, you'd go, son of a bitch. <laughs> he said he was like a coal miner. He'd hit it and then he'd hit it again and hit it again and hit it again until he had fucking diamonds. And you're sitting there going like, why the fuck couldn't I? You gotta be fucking kidding me. I mean, and that's the thing is like, cause imagine where he would have been. Like, so the three greats that died young, Hedberg, yeah. Raldo, and uh, fucking, oh, why can't I think of his name? Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, guy, those are like all greats. I'm like, like yeah. Patrice. I can imagine Patrice and Geraldo, Geraldo right now, yeah. like, and the cancel call through. Holy shit! Neither, neither one of them would have got. I, I, I think, I don't think it would have been for like past transgressions. I think just their jokes would have gotten them in trouble. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But like, I would love to see it because it's like they give no fucks. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and that's what you know. The the bummer about Patrice was the last thing of his that aired was the Charlie Sheen roast. Yeah. And he was, he was drunk or something at that roast. Cause he didn't even do his jokes. He was like one of the last guys to go up and he was the one I'm sitting there going like, Oh, I can't fucking wait. And he went up and like threw all his jokes out and just started getting pissed off at everybody for like being mean to Charlie Sheen or some shit. <laughs> and it wasn't it was like it was like he, he was fucking drunk or something like that and it was such a bummer that that was the last thing of his to come out yeah after well, he died one of the things one of my favorite thing one of my favorite specials that first elephant in the room yeah it's so fucking good fucking spell restaurant <laughs> and i'm like and then fucking the fucking natalie holloway joke yeah because he 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 blurs out audience in like oh. what's that proving girl exactly because <laughs> like she wasn't white <laughs> like i'm like god damn one of my favorite things he ever did was with nick DePaulo. it was called shorties watching shorties uh-huh. it's on comedy central it was this late night show and it was just they voiced these two babies who were like at home with the babysitter watching tv and all it was was just animated cartoons of people of comics bits Damn. It was some of the funniest shit ever. And then it would be like the two of them like riffing on the bits and stuff like that as these two babies. I guess it's the best part about Patrice is he was on uh, Anthony and uh, Opie and Anthony. Opie and Anthony yeah. so much that there's like a lot of material. Like it's so like, yeah. not material, but some material, but some of him like look at. I'm lots, like, of, lots of like B roll and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, the other two's like, there's not as much. Yeah. So it's like one of those things. It's like, but God, I would have loved to seen those two like. It's just weird. Like, I always wonder what, what would have happened to Hedberg because I think over time, if you like watch his material, it was very, it was always one liner S, but like his one liners ended up becoming like longer. Well, that's how Stephen Wright did. Yeah. Stephen Wright would do just a series of connected one liners. Yeah. You know, uh, I think, I think, and he's, he, that, that's what, we're, what makes me wonder about Hedberg. Is because like like as funny and on top of the world as Stephen Wright was, I and mean, he's still alive, but like 
like you don't hear his name that much anymore. And I, th- I, I feel like Hedberg would have kind of had the same problem where I think sooner or later the, the gimmick might have worn off. I don't know. Like they, they thought like the, his fame mm-hmm. at the time was like unmatched because like they, they thought he was in like Seinfeld like type thing. Like they were giving him all this stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I one of the best jokes ever written, ever written, is by him, and because it, the best jokes are when you're telling something about somebody, like audience, about yourself without them knowing. And mm-hmm. he goes, "I'm a heroin addict. I'm addicted to women that sex have. I have to have sex with women that save people's lives because <laughs> that's what he killed. He died from heroin. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn, like that is the best joke you ever wrote because. It's what killed you. You were blatantly telling the audience who you are a heroin addict. Yeah. And you still found a way to put a twist on it. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's like Geraldo all the time would talk about because Geraldo was in and out of rehab and being sober and not his whole fucking life. I think he was one of those guys who just like the life on the road just always seemed to get the better of him. Oh yeah, but, but it always he would you would always hear his friends and his family talk about like he hated what it did to him. I think I think Geraldo had a very love hate relationship with comedy because the time on the road would just kind of bring out the worst in him, and then it would and then it would have this negative effect on his on his marriage. And he hated yeah, I, that. I guess what I, I heard or read, I can't remember who I was listening to, but like he ended up cheating on his wife or something like that. I think I hadn't heard about that, but like he was like. There's infidelity just because of the fact that he went from like like nobody wanted to fuck this geeky guy, mm-hmm. college geeky guy, to like you're one of the best stand-ups yeah. in the world, and women are just throwing themselves at you because they know yeah. who you are. He, he did do he did do bits about that. He did. A, there was one where he was talking about um, his wife was like, you know, I don't understand. He's like, you know, let's be honest. He's like, you know, I know you don't understand, but I don't understand your obsession with shoes. But if you were out on the road 300 days out of the year and every time you went back to your room, there were 10 pairs of free shoes, I guarantee you'd keep a pair once in a while. And that was, was him saying <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Because she also said she was, she was like, oh, if I'd known this, that this is what our marriage is going to be like, I wouldn't have married you. And he's like, yes, you would have. That's how we fucking met in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, he just, he was one, because I remember when he, when he did the Insomniac tour, he'd been sober for a while. And then I think he started drinking again. Like after that, because I think it was, I think it was alcoholism was his big thing. I don't think he was doing a lot of drugs. I think he was just drinking a lot. I don't know. But I know, I just, I know that when he, I mean, because he was in a coma for a few days before he died. Mm-hmm. But just, yeah. And then um, what was fucked up about that was Mike DeStefano was, who was, I think, one of the last guys on, again, like in that same realm of Amy Schumer as one of the last, last comic standing people. He was in the documentary and he died of a heart attack like a week after they filmed the fucking documentary. Really? Yeah. Jesus. But I mean, every you talk about people like people who who fucking came up with Geraldo. I mean, Lewis Black was in that thing. Sarah Silverman, Tom Papa, um, who was in there? Uh, John Stewart, Conan O'Brien, Bob Saget. I mean, it was just like all these like big fucking comedy. Like, like people don't realize like how much clout fucking Greg Gerardo had. Oh yeah. But he was the least known. Yeah. Of all of them, but he was probably the best of them all. Yeah. Like he was way better than Burr. Oh yeah. And I, I, and I, I love Bill Burr, but Gerardo could, could do circles around Bill yeah. Burr. 
He's, even Dennis Leary, Dennis Leary talked about when they were on when they were on Tough Crowd this one time, and the debate got a little fucking too heated between him and Geraldo uh-huh. to the point where like Colin Quinn like put his leg up in between the two of them, and he was like, oh, it got fucking scary. Like they were fucking staring each other down. I think I know what you're talking about. Because it was talking about, they were talking about like going to war versus like diplomacy. And he's like, what? Like, you think there's a way for us to have a diplomatic solution with somebody who's got, who hates us? And Geraldo goes like, yeah, like that whole Russian war that we had in the 80s. Yeah, no, that that big fucking Russian war. Yeah. That, that. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, Dennis Leary was like, this is, the, he's the guy who finishes his homework before class gets out and asks if there's any more. Because <laughs> he was just that fucking smart. Yeah. Yeah. I think the best comics are the smartest ones. Oh, I think Doug Stanhope, I think, is one of the smartest people alive. Oh, nobody talks about Doug Stanhope. Yeah, man. because he, he got, oh. apparently he'd go and do shows and whip out his dick and oh, all that yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, he was, Doug Stanhope, was he, he, him and, was it him and Rogan that took over the man show? Yeah, and they both hated it. And they both hated it. And well, Stanhope also was doing all the Girls Gone Wild stuff and kind of. Stanhope is a fucking Stan funny as fuck. And he's a fucking genius. Have you ever heard his bit about killing his mom? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> That's the darkest, but it's so funny. Oh, it's so fucking good. That's one of the darkest jokes I've ever heard in my life. And he like he said, I had to wait so many years to tell this joke. The statue oh. of limitations of like I'll tell you what, one one of my favorite because because there's this documentary that Jamie Kennedy did called Hecklers, and it's about it's just about comics, like just about hecklers. And in one of them, he has this clip of Doug Stanhope doing a show and he's telling a joke about like his girlfriend or whatever. So we're on the front and goes like, I don't believe you. And he's like, you don't believe me. What? Like, I don't believe you have a girlfriend. He's like, you don't think I can get laid real quick. Uh, round of applause. Who in this room would fuck me? And the, everyone just starts. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh shit. I fucking love Doug Stanhope, man. He's so good. That whole bit about um, immigrants taking your jobs, <laughs> about how like oh, I just I can't remember the bit. But it's, uh, it's, I, I haven't heard I haven't heard stand up in so fucking long. It's why is it like is he still performing? He didn't do. He was on Rogan like um, probably like three or four months ago. Like okay. he doesn't need to perform. He's had so much money. Yeah, because he's a look uh, a recluse pretty much. So during COVID, yeah. what happened was he didn't want to do anything. And so he's like, and Joe actually brought up to him. He was just like, Joe knows he's the type of guy that saves all his money. Yeah. So he doesn't have to perform two or three years at a time if he doesn't that's, want to. That's smart. Yeah. Like, that's smart. I, I wonder sometimes how the relationship between um, Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel is. And that's a good, I don't know. Cause they, like they, cause I, so for, they had the man show, they had the man show. And like, I know, like I know cause Kimmel, Kimmel won, so, uh, an Emmy or something a couple years back, and I know Adam Carolla was posting about it. But um, so there's there's a show there's a there's a show my company produces. It's like a news political. It's it's very point of view show. I don't want to say what the name of it is, but they they do. It's very conservative, and they do segments about like they they do this recurring segment called snowflake syndrome which already kind of makes you just go okay whatever um but they they have Adam Carolla on there a lot mm-hmm. and it kind of seems like where Kimmel has gone a lot more left Carolla's gone a lot more right mm-hmm. and i kind of wonder what their relationship is still like considering mm-hmm. they both came from that doing the man, man show, show and coming up in the same circle which i love whenever somebody brings up the man show with Kimmel he just 
ignores it. Laughs and ignores it. Well, because they had a whole thing when when Disney was buying Fox. They on one episode they tried to cancel him pretty much. Well, it wasn't just that they because because Family Guy was now getting folded into this. So at one point he's doing a show and they were CGIing. Peter and Stewie into the audience of of Kimmel's show, giving him shit. <laughs> and, well, he's, and, and Kimmel's like knocking him down and finally go, Peter goes, yeah, hey, you want to talk about the man show? Okay, we'll be right back. We're going to go to a commercial. Uh, <laughs> you can't blame somebody. No. Here's the thing about cancel culture, and I can't stand it. The show was on for five years for a fucking reason. Yeah. People were watching it. Well, <laughs> I think cancel culture is like, like you, they people will hold something against you. You did like 15, 20 years ago yeah. as if you can't change as a person. Yeah. And my whole point about cancel cards is like, we should all be canceled because we've all may not have said something, but we have thought something we shouldn't have or laughed at something we shouldn't have. And I mean, if you, and if you say you've never done that, you're a fucking liar. You're so full of shit. Yeah. You're so should, full of shit. Technically we should have all been canceled for something. There's, there's not a person alive who back in the nineties, wasn't calling something gay because they thought it was stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There, there wasn't a person alive. There wasn't, there wasn't anybody who was old enough to watch the Man Show that wasn't watching the fucking Man Show. Yeah, and the Man Show could not exist today. No, it not could. a fucking chance in hell. But, um, but people want to hold like that's why like that's why I hate cancel culture so much. I get hold people accountable, but like at what point is like you have to realize people can change. It's different if it's like constant, like the same shit, yeah. but like, or people, like if it happens like right now. Yeah. Like if you do this thing right now, if you're, if, if, if Michael Richards happened right now, yeah, fuck him. Yeah. I mean, fuck him either way. That's, that's still not good, but yeah. Well, it's James Gunn. The whole reason he initially got fired from Disney was for something he tweeted 15 years ago, working for a company Basically making a tweet that was on brand for the company he worked for. Was the tweet in bad taste? Yeah. But that's who he was working for. He had already publicly apologized once since then. Like five years after he got asked by, I think it was Glad, asked him to apologize. And he did. So it it had already been addressed. And remember when Kevin Hart got screwed out of the Oscars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Oscars have been so much better since. But like I'm like he, he apologized. He did everything he could. Yeah. And what what more did you want him to do? Yeah. And then and then they wondered why. And then suddenly it was oh we might not have a host because we can't find anybody who wants the job. No shit. Because they know that you're gonna go all the way back to when they were in first fucking grade, and and the, the time they pulled on the girls' pigtails and call them a sexist and a violent abuser. Yeah. Like that. That's what. That's uh, Grant. I know that's a slippery slope, but like that's what it's turning into yeah and i think the thing is though too is like 99 percent of people will be like that's stupid yeah but it's like that one percent that want to grasp onto that and that's what makes the headlines oh yeah it's it because they're, they're the ones who are they're, they're shouting the loudest and and it's all usually twitter mm-hmm. it's like okay like how many people like yeah like get it like most people are like this is dumb but like it's like one percent of people like wait blah 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 yeah and it's it's and it's, it's usually it's usually the reason stuff gets pulled or people is it's all reactionary mm-hmm. it's again with james gunn fired him on the spot warner brothers was like we don't see what the big fucking deal is yeah. so, so they hired him back up sure enough cut to three months later disney's like we're sorry james can you please come back please i wouldn't have done it i wouldn't well i think the only reason he did is because he knew everybody was going to walk if he didn't mm, yeah because that's true. everybody basically said they were like they, they had like all signed this letter like batista was dave batista went off he said he said if james gunn doesn't come back i will not do this movie and batista's like 
all about that. Yeah, Batista's all about loyalty. Yeah. He's he doesn't he he has not had a lot of acting opportunities. I think that was one of his first ones. James Gunn took a big shot on him. And he's and Batista's gotten a lot of work since then because yeah. of him. So he's a, he's got a lot of loyalty to James Gunn. And I like Dave Batista. I I've seen him in some bit parts and shit. And I think he's actually a pretty fucking good actor given the right opportunity. Mm-hmm. But also he's just so fucking good as Drax. Oh, he's fantastic as Drax. So, and like everybody, everybody else, like they all signed this letter that basically said like, we understand. Raccoon signed a letter. It was yeah, weird. Yeah. Bra- Bra- Bradley, <laughs> fucking Bradley Cooper and Chris Pratt, two of the biggest leading men in Hollywood at this, at this point. Cause Bradley Cooper was doing a star is born. Chris Pratt's Chris fucking Pratt. And it's like, we're about to walk off your fucking movie. Tell me how you think that's going to go for you. And the thing they they try to cancel Chris Pratt because he was joined this church that was against gay really, yeah. but he's not against it. Yeah. But you gotta realize he was going through a divorce that like tore him. Oh yeah, everybody thought him, him. Everyone thought him and Anna Ferris were gonna be like the next Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Yeah. Because they're both just such goofy fucking people. Like and like this guy's going to the one place he's getting help at. And like I'm not religion. I don't believe in God. Yeah, but like just because like and don't get me wrong like I get like you know like it's really fucked up that that church but is that his right personal thoughts no also and again as an atheist I'm saying find me a religion that isn't anti-gay that's also true find me find me a brand of of Christianity that is not anti-gay it's really hard to fucking find one you might be able to find one very small sect that is that when you boil it down they're all religions are like anti that yeah and it's like, but like you learn to like, ex- not accept that, but you learn that it's fine. Like, what's the point? Like, why would be anti-gay? But like, right. it's like in every fucking, like I might be in the Quran. I don't know. I've never read the Quran. Good boy. Yeah. But I, it's like, they went after him on that. And you're like, yeah, first of all, like, okay. Like I get, I understand, but like the guy's seriously going through a divorce. It's like, like tore him up. Like, yeah. This is how he's getting through his divorce. It's like yeah. he went to church. Okay. What what didn't help him though? Was, if you're literally if you're practicing practicing Catholic, yeah. Technically speaking, yeah. You're anti-gay. Yeah. Like if you've ever gone to church, somebody, you should be canceled. As somebody who was born and raised Catholic, <laughs> I mean, because that's what yeah. they preach. But also, and I, I will say, like, what didn't help Chris Pratt was he did. When him and Anna Ferris were married, he did say something like, "Like he's like I'm pro gay, but like he wasn't he wasn't for gay marriage." Mm. It was he's, he's like I still believe marriage between a man and a woman. I'm like that's ah, not helping your case. No, it wouldn't help your case. But but either way, like yeah, any just about almost any religion or at least any form of Christianity is going to have some thing in their text about, and that's kind of you know. Like his love is love. It's like whatever. Yeah, marry who you want to marry. I could honestly give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I've never gave a fuck. Yeah, it's that's there. There are two things in life I just don't understand because they just don't make sense. That's homophobia and racism. Brent, Brent, I don't get it. (laughs) Brent had this great fucking joke. He's like, you know, I can't, and I'm butchering it, but he's like, you know, about gay marriage. Talking about gay marriage, and like he's like, we call it marriage yeah. <laughs> and I was like oh shit cause that's what it is not gay marriage it's literally just marriage
All right, folks, that'll do it for this week's episode of The Basement Lounge. If you want to follow us online, you can follow Mike Wells on Twitter and Instagram at MikeWTFWells. And you can follow me, Mike Shea, at MrMikeShea on Twitter and Instagram as well. You can also follow this show on Twitter and Instagram at TBL underscore pod. And uh, we got a brand new website under construction for you guys with uh, some cool new stuff coming down the line as well. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we'll catch you guys again next week with another episode. And until then, as always, live well, rock on, take care, and bye-bye.